Welcome to the Time Blaster Toy Cast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a review. On each episode, we will select a random review for a very special giveaway. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. We also want to hear from you. Ask us a question on Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag AskTimeBlasterPod, and we will try our best to answer as many as we can on the show. We are L-I-V-E alive and kicking, and this is a podcast you have been waiting for, scheduled for nostalgia with a 60-minute time limit. Introducing first, today's topic. From the mind of Michael Crichton in 1990 to the cinemas in 1993, with six movies officially available in its franchise and toy lines for each plus several more, ladies and gentlemen, this is Jurassic Park. And now for your hosts, they're weighing in today with the stress of fatherhood and the fanfare of figures with action. They were once called paleontoyologists, introducing the reigning, defending toy cast tag team champions of the world at the Retro KO Joe at Time Blaster Toys Keith, together known as the Time Blaster Toy Cast. Paleontologists. 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 Man, that's another t-shirt idea right there. Yeah, you know, I figured you'd go paleontologists, dig up uh, fossils of dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, and paleontologists dig up fossils of old broken toys and hands and necks. Man, I felt like that this past week. I ended up, I bought like a giant lot of Jurassic Park toys, old toys, um, from somebody in these toys, man, they were like, it's like the kids buried them in dirt. They yeah. were the dirtiest toys I've bought in the last like five years, but it was pretty fun. Well, but I yeah, remember. I felt like a paleontologist. <laughs> Toilogist. Toilogist that day. <laughs> no, for sure. I remember playing with mine outside. You have to set up your own park, you know? Yeah, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So Jurassic Park, guys, and um, where do we want to start? Do we want to go back to 93 with the movie and those toys? Do we want to just quickly hit the new movie that hit cinema spoiler free where do we want to go yeah we all saw the movie so yep. i think we could probably hit it real quick i'll let you guys start i'm because i don't know i'm gonna it's gonna be hard to not spoil things but we're right. gonna do our best here i mean jurassic park dominion officially out uh, just within the last few days when if when you listen to this podcast it came out on june 10th i believe i believe so and um and yeah i i think overall it was a fun ride i enjoyed the movie um, early on, I was not digging it, was not feeling it very much. They they were loaded it with nostalgia. If you're a Jurassic Park fan, I think you'll appreciate a lot of the a lot of the way it was filmed and a lot of yeah. the way it was written. Um, if uh, if you're a big movie buff and you and you're looking for your movies to be well concreted scripts with. Uh, logic all the way through it might not be the movie for you but uh if you if you love the jurassic park franchise i think you'll enjoy it this is definitely the the ideal popcorn movie not a whole lot going on with uh you know sticking with the plot and making sure stuff makes sense but yeah i had a fun time overall my kids enjoyed it and uh seeing dr grant on the screen again 
that was it for me. I know, yeah. Any any scene with the original three, yeah. just classic stuff. There was a lot of visual callbacks in the film, right? Too, yeah. just shots and sequences yep. yeah. that totally takes you back to scenes from the original film. So, definitely enjoyed the movie. Probably not my favorite in the franchise, no. but that's okay. I right. mean, it was good. And it's Jurassic Park, man. And I mean, geez, what 1993? So we're talking nearly 30 years of films and mm-hmm. toys and merchandise and. We're gonna try to tackle it all, um, but yeah, I don't know. What do you? Maybe we start with like first memories of Jurassic Park, like when it first came out, and either one of you guys kind of remember that time in '93 when you saw Jurassic Park first, for the first time. First memory is seeing the trailer on TV. Okay. Obviously, you know that young. I wasn't aware of the book. Um, right. Uh, so yeah, the trailer on TV, and I just remember begging my mom, "Please take me to see this movie." And uh, one day, she actually came through. She yeah. she let me stay home from school, and we went to like an early matinee Damn, and saw like Jurassic the, Park. That's the dream. You got Dude, to skip. I got school to skip to school and see Jurassic Park. What was it? Star uh, Lincoln Park. It was Star. Was it Lincoln Park? Maybe Taylor. No, I think it was Lincoln Park. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yes, like you know what's funny? For as much as I love Jurassic Park and as much as I know about it, I don't think I saw the first Jurassic Park film until maybe five years ago. Oh my! Never gosh. saw what? it. Never saw. How it. did you get through life and not see that? Never saw it. I was I was wow. one of those kids. I was not into dinosaurs. Okay. So I was not interested when I was young, but you know, along the way, I decided, yeah, man, I got to watch this movie. And obviously, now I love Jurassic Park. But yeah, yeah dude, just did not see it in '93. I don't think I saw it in '93. So Jurassic Park was the movie that. As a kid, I wanted to see it, you know, as any 10-year-old, now most 10-year-old kids, mm-hmm. except for Keith Libra. <laughs> right, right, yeah, right. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, most 10-year-old kids want to see it. I remember kids talking about it in school. Teacher had the book on his desk, yep. and it was just like all school year. I feel like that movie came out, I don't know exactly the timeline. It had to be summer of 93, I assume. I think it was June 11th, 93. June 11th, I think. Yeah, because this film coming out June 10th, it's almost like 29 years exactly. Almost to the day, yeah. So, yeah, and I just remember waiting and waiting and waiting, and then it like was in theaters, and we never went to go see it. And I just remember my mom saying, like, well, it's been out in theaters for like you know, months now it'll be coming and we'll be able to rent it soon. Mm-hmm. And that was like, we was, I was in the school year when she said that. So if it came out in the summer, it was still in theaters and that I feel like it didn't come out on VHS to rent. I mean, you can fact check me on this, but it was like the next year. Yeah, it was like, a long time. It well, was in theaters forever. And just, I didn't see it until we rented it on VHS. Well, it ended up when it was released, it ended up becoming the highest grossing film of all time. Yeah. So it, yep. it's run theatrically had to be, you know, crazy long, and that was back in the day. We just talked about it last episode, mm-hmm. where if a movie's a success, dude, it's staying in the theater. <laughs> it could be a year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, you know, with it being a summer blockbuster, then you kind of get to fall. Then you got that bump come Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was in theaters until well into '94. I mean, absolutely. I I feel like it was because the there's the movie that I lump in with it is Cliffhanger. Because okay. as a kid. <laughs> It's like I remember Jurassic Park coming out, and then like months later, Cliffhanger hit okay. theaters. A little Sly Stallone there, yeah. And I'm like, okay, Cliffhanger hit theaters. We, I saw Cliffhanger rented from the video store before I saw Jurassic Park rented from the video store. Makes sense. I believe and that. So yeah. like Cliffhanger 
comes out in the fall, let's just say, or late summer, and that thing was on, on the shelf. And I just remember asking, every time we went to the video store, asking the video guy, I'd have my whatever Sega Genesis game in hand and be like, when does Jurassic Park <laughs> come out? He's and they did, I wish I knew. And they didn't know. They didn't know. Yeah. Well, actually, that's funny you mentioned Cliffhanger. So the movie that I think of now, knowing what I know about Jurassic Park and its toys, there's another movie that came out summer 93 that kind of took the shine off of Jurassic Park, at least in the toy aisle, because <clears throat> the you know the creators of Jurassic Park they were shopping their toys around to all the companies, mm -hmm. you know, for months trying to get someone to bite and to take this license on, and a lot of people were passing. And the giant toy line that Mattel ends up taking in the summer '93, thinking it's going to be a much bigger success than Jurassic Park, is Last Action Hero. Okay. So that's the summer '93. Schwarzenegger's the yeah. star. Yeah. Mattel, the biggest toy company, you know, at the time, they take that on, thinking this is what's gonna, you know, drive sales. This right. is what's gonna sell toys. Yeah, it's Arnold. So then Kenner comes in, swoops in, gets Jurassic Park. Here we are, 30 years later. We're not talking buy, Last Action you Hero. Can't buy a Last Action Hero action figure at Target right now, but you damn sure can buy Jurassic Park. They got right. eight feet of the aisle as we speak. That's yes, they do. Well, I think with every movie, um, did Kenner stay with them through all the movies? Or do they have the licensing still to this day? Cause, no, I mean, the licensing's kind of changed. So, well, Hasbro bought Kenner yeah. like in the early, early 90s, 90s, and they kind of uh, operated both names, but it was all under one giant umbrella. So Keller, Kenner produced the Jurassic Park toys, the Lost World toys, Jurassic Park 3 toys, mm -hmm. but I think those were technically when Kenner was being phased out and being called Hasbro. Yeah. So the, all the original Jurassic Park stuff's Kenner, but then once Jurassic Park gets rebooted in 2014, yeah, sounds the, right. yeah, yeah. the license is shopped around, and now Mattel, who you know passed on them in the 90s, now yeah. Mattel makes all the Jurassic Park toys. Like it was like the girl that got away from Mattel, right? right? <laughs> chased <laughs> chased her all chance. these years. <laughs> Twenty years later, they finally finally got that that score with the Jurassic Park toys. Um, but yeah, each each line different. Obviously, the one thing that that stays constant that's going to be with Jurassic Park is going to be the dinosaurs. Do we mm -hmm. want to talk about the different dinosaurs, or do we want to go into the characters first? No, we could probably talk about dinosaurs. And honestly, I was you know researching the subject of Jurassic Park all week after seeing the film, and I wanted to just make sure I knew what I was talking about when yeah. it comes to ninety three Kenner. <clears throat> and in regards to the dinosaurs, it's kind of a funny. It's not well. It's kind of an interesting story because. Before Jurassic Park, you know, you could go to Children's Palace or Toys R Us or any toy store in the world, and you were going to find dinosaur toys, right? They're everywhere. We all yeah. have memories of, you know, super cheap dollar yeah. plastic dinosaurs. So that was a big reason why the toy companies were hesitant to take Jurassic Park on, because in their mind, it's like, what makes these dinosaurs any different than the hundreds that are already on the shelves? And right. how can we charge more money for toys that you could buy for a dollar? And... Some I don't I don't know the the uh, the person at counter that came up with the idea, but someone came up with the idea of branding the dinosaurs with that classic JP yep. logo. <clears throat> so every dinosaur from the Jurassic Park line, you'll see it has a JP and then a number like JP06, JP09, and that's just one way for kids to distinguish. Like these are Jurassic Park dinosaurs. Right. These are my crappy little <laughs> dollar store dinosaurs. So pretty interesting stuff. Now, I know uh, some of the dinosaurs had, like, 
I don't know if they made they were action figures essentially. They had movements. Yeah, they had and action things. features. Um, and that was kind of different to the dinosaur world with the toys as well. Yeah, well, when I Jurassic Park, what I think, what do you think, Joe? When you think Jurassic Park mm-hmm. dinosaurs, is there one thing that jumps out to you that makes that distinguishes them from other dinosaurs? I can think of other than their JP symbol. Well, for me, it comes back to the very first dinosaur I got, and that was the spitting Dilophosaurus. Nice. So, you know, you'd squeeze his belly, you'd fill him up with water, and he could spit it out, which I thought was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, just so many cool features, um, each dinosaur unique. Another thing that I was thinking was the dino damage, right? Oh, yeah. With the claw yeah. marks. <clears throat> and their and chunks the lo- of flesh missing. Yeah, yeah, the big dinosaurs had, like, little literal chunks of their flesh yep. could be popped out. Okay. Which, you know, expose like their rib cage underneath. Yeah. Man, that some of those little pieces of plastic. Dude, they're worth more, <laughs> they're than, worth the more than the dinosaur they came wow. from. Because every kid lost them. They're yeah. so tiny. They're like the size of a quarter, more or less. Yeah. Just this little piece of rubber that just stick back in your dinosaur. And I remember getting the Stegosaurus back in the day, which had the big dino damage piece. And when I got home and opened it, the piece wasn't in the box. Ooh, so someone someone came along and ganked the piece probably because they lost theirs. Wow. <laughs> so my mother uh, took that back and you know did her thing and I got a new one. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember having just a handful of dinosaurs. I think my younger brother might have got a few. Or again, just like you know, you get a Christmas gift, family. They don't know. Extended family doesn't know what the heck you're into as a kid. But they're like, oh, I'll buy this Jurassic Park. Yeah, they're like, it's the biggest film in the world. But I just remember having like two dinosaurs and then I had the the vehicle and a piece of the playset. Like, did any dinosaurs come with plays? Was it like a T-Rex and a Jeep together or anything like that? Or were they all sold separately? It was all separately. It was all separately, yeah. So, you know, you've you've got the dinosaur figures. Then you've got, obviously, the human action figure characters. And you've got the vehicles, which is a huge part. Of Jurassic yes. Park, and then the place at the command compound. That thing is humongous, Amazing. and yeah, it never had that, but always wanted that. Yeah, awesome, awesome playset. But everything was kind of sold independent from one another. Um, but yeah, the vehicles, man, the vehicles are like some of the most iconic. Dude, yeah, if know, not more iconic than the characters. Honestly, the yeah, the vehicle is a character in itself. That you know Ford what I mean? Explorer. Yeah, you mm. show me a jungle explorer or a bush <laughs> devil tracker, Dude, aka those Jeep. names. <laughs> They're so cool, so iconic vehicles. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, with the, I mean, the whole first movie, Jurassic Park, the, the inaugural film that kicked it all off, I mean, those they, they're they a character in themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many scenes where the vehicle plays a major, major role in that movie, mm-hmm. and it would make sense that that would be a hot-selling yeah. toy. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's funny when you think about how so many companies balked at the idea of taking this license on and making the toys but when you think about it it's dinosaurs it's cool vehicles Mm -hmm. it's like everything a kid would want to play with you know it seems like indoors or outdoors it's like it's like a slam dunk man i feel like you we have to look at the timing of it though like we've we've been talking on this toy cast you know we're at this episode 15 14 we're somewhere in there Mm -hmm. Um, in nostalgia, we talk about how the '80s and everything was super vibrant, colorful. They were larger than life type of, you know, heroes in a sense. Whether it be the Ninja Turtles and the Power Rangers were just starting out around, you know, shortly after this. You know, wrestlers were larger than life. The '80s and the night. It's a very reality. Yes, it's dinosaurs, which mm-hmm. is yeah. far fetched, but it's very reality based. Like there's not like a a human character that is. Super, super marketable as a toy. A toyetic human is hard to find in this world. Yeah. No, you are totally right. Until later in the line. Yes. Yep. With the dino trackers and the raiders. Yeah, you're totally right. Um, 
you know, thinking about that and thinking about the characters themselves, Alan Grant, Ian Malcolm, Ellie Sattler, these are just scientists. Just humans. No superpowers, <laughs> no. nothing crazy about them, right? So, right. yeah, to a little kid, it, it is probably a hard sell when you think about it. But, I mean, all the figures, they're all packaged with a little dinosaur. Baby dino. And then they all have these wildly oversized <laughs> weapons that make no sense. Like, the you know, their, their backpacks and the things they hold on their right. arms in some cases are larger than the figure themselves you're just like what like series two ian malcolm his <laughs> thing he can't even stand holding his thing <laughs> it's, it's like ridiculous. what is he gonna do with this a thing? giant green like ooze launcher <laughs> where was that <laughs> well i think was it just like ghostbuster toy cast off molds or something that's what they always reminded me of was the ghostbuster weapons they, uh, they, it's all unique stuff but it's kind of but in with that the vein. backpacks and stuff yeah yeah it's kind of in that vein the same type of scale same type of accessories and what about that dennis nedry figure who look nothing like he did in the movie <laughs> super skinny dude bowl haircut that's the one thing i guess i've never researched but i've always wondered I, you know the ian malcolm figure kind of looks like Jeff. yeah Lee. absolutely sattler's a little it's close they're, enough they're kind of close and alan grant's kind of close yeah, they're, they're the same yeah, body Ned, type. nedry just completely different it's like based on fan art or something. maybe they couldn't get his likeness but why couldn't you make it a fat guy yeah you yeah. know he just doesn't look anything yeah. like it. But it is cool because you could pop his arm off for that uh, his own kind of dino damage. Nedry's arm comes his off? His arm comes off, yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. That's awesome. I did not know that. Yep. Does he also have an accessory of goo on the face? He does not have goo on the face. He has like a squirting backpack, if I remember correctly. Okay. So he yeah. does tie into the, what do yeah. you call it? The Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus. Yeah. I'm terrible with the dinosaur name. You just get you a Dilophosaurus, <laughs> get you a Jeep and Nedry, and you can recreate that scene. Yeah, I'm with you, Dave. I was afraid. I'm like, oh, man, we're going to do this podcast. I'm going to have to like say some of these dinosaur names out loud. Sukalakamakas. Uh, I'll stick to Velociraptor and T-Rex. <laughs> The classics, Triceratops and Stegosaurus. I don't even think they're called the Brontosaurus, the Brachiosaurus. Brachiosaurus, yeah, Brachiosaurus yeah. which they yeah. never made in the vintage Not line. until recently. Nope, we finally some... got that in-scale. Yeah, legacy collection. Yeah, beautiful figure. So now with each movie, obviously there was a new toy line for each movie, but were there multiple Jurassic Park lines off of each movie, or was it just like, like you had a couple series, or how did that work with the... So the original Jurassic Park figures in 93 there's a couple series yep. of figures um but just a few you know because like you said jurassic park is such a such a success that lost world comes out what maybe two to three years it's 97 not, i think it yeah came it's out. just a few years yeah. later it's out so you know the toys are in the in stores for a couple years couple series and then by then it's like okay now we're making lost world toys and right i imagine the lost world toys may have came out before the film or probably, i feel like they close. had to have right i mean i just remember jurassic park being a presence in the toy aisle yeah from 93 on like there was never a time when there wasn't jurassic park toys on the shelves right oh yeah definitely and you go through like i think of for me being i was 10 when jurassic park came out and if I feel like at every stage of my life with a Jurassic Park movie coming out, there was like some kid I knew under the age of 10 that had Jurassic Park toys. Oh, yeah. Right. With yeah. the second movie, the especially the third movie, and then, you know, the, then the rebooted, uh, the new three, the, King, the worlds, mm -hmm. um, for sure. So I've always seen Jurassic Park toys around. I just didn't really have too many as a kid. But, yeah, it's like they're going to be around. They're going to be prevalent. 
And then you had that lull. It was about a 12 to 13 year stretch between Jurassic Park 3 and Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Were there any new toy lines that came out in between there? Did they continue pump, pumping Jurassic There's toy- a little bit of they stuff. They had like, what was it, like the Chaos line or something like that? Yeah, Chaos Effect. I chaos believe. Effect, There's yeah. Chaos, which yeah. are like a lot of repaints of the dinosaurs. Like crazy and like colorful wild dinos. Wild colors, yeah. yeah. Like a neon green that's T-Rex. Just, that's the only line I can remember. And then there's like Jurassic Park uh, 2009 figures that were oh, Toys yeah, R Us yeah. exclusive and just a little bit, not a lot of stuff. They tried to keep it going, but without yeah. like the film content. Yeah, without the movie to support the toy line, it yeah. just wasn't there. It, it felt like what I saw though in that time frame. In that time frame, is just a person walking this earth was the logo, was Dude. all kinds of merchandising yeah. stuff, maybe an outside of toys, whether it be a person wearing a Jurassic Park T-shirt, or you would see. Uh, some kind of Jurassic Park themed, uh, like somebody else using the Jurassic Park logo and m- mocking it up to be their own, whether it be like a, a mm-hmm. business or on a billboard yeah. in the marketing campaign. Did it you guys catch so that iconic. little hint in the new movie of the logo? Where the, it, the circle oh, found yeah. and he walks behind yeah. it and I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> started yeah. marking Got, out. You wanted to take a picture yeah. with your phone. Love yeah. that. Yeah, the logo's so iconic, and like you were saying, with the text on the front of it, yeah, you could change that text to say anything. Say, you know, hot dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd buy dogs. that hot dog. <laughs> People would know, yeah. you know what I mean? That's another thing we didn't mention when we are talking about, when you just think about the toy line, it's the packaging. Oh, yeah. The, the sunset packaging, packaging yeah, man, the packaging, iconic. The logo itself, and the logo, you know, <clears throat> the logo that's on the toys, this iconic logo that everyone remembers. You close your eyes, you can picture it. That logo was created by a Kenner employee for the toy line. Yeah, yeah. So this logo did not exist before these toys were created. Jurassic Park, Spielberg and the creators, they were trying to come up with a logo mm-hmm. for the film, and they were not having any success. And one day, Spielberg stopped by Kenner to see the toys and where they were along in the process, and he saw the designer's logo. And once he saw it, he, I, he knew. You know, the famous story yeah. is he called the, you know, the studio and's like we have our logo Dude. and from that point on posters everything is that iconic logo created by a kenner employee i hope they for paid an that guy line, i hope they paid that guy good which is insane and you know the reason that guy at kenner was creating this logo <clears throat> and wanted it to be so distinct and so unique goes back to how do they differentiate their toys from everyone else's right right not just in the case of dinosaurs but the vehicles themselves mm-hmm. you know what i mean there's been lots of jeep toys in the world yeah but if you can put a branded distinct cool jurassic park logo on your jeep now your jeep is nothing like Dude. all the other ones in the aisle t-rex skeleton money yeah crazy so was this logo on the movie posters Yes. This logo was the movie mm-hmm. poster. And right. remember, it's it was just all a black, black poster with a logo on it. Except it was, but it red was created background. by the toy company. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. In conjunction with the film. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. But they so, had the market. They were working, they they were working, working on, on these really. toys before the film was even. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, yeah. All part of marketing and branding. But it's interesting that they were, whatever they had as original. Because I know the original book cover um, that, I, again, on my teacher's desk in school, I can picture vividly. It was like a color, like a, almost like a coloring book cover like it was like all colored there was like a dinosaur oh and really was like so the you're two. talking pre-movie yeah, yeah, yeah 1990 pre-movie. michael like the, ah, the book yeah, i don't even know. I, only, I only remember post movie which had that logo yeah on. yeah the yeah. post movie yeah. there was there was so i remember my teacher had the original og book on his Man, desk first edition yeah he was a big dinosaur yeah. guy my fifth grade teacher was and it was like the two kids with I'm assuming that the dinosaurs to me it was just like a dinosaur and two kids on the cover of this book, but it was like a, it was like in color. Wow! Okay, and, I'll have to, to look Google that, that later. And then, um, 
And I think the second rendition of the book was just like a T-Rex skeleton on there. Yes, they, they didn't I remember that yeah, one. I'm picturing this T-Rex, but he's white, right? He's, it's just kind of like the silhouette of him in white on a black background. I think it was the other way around. I remember a white, white cover. Oh, maybe, maybe. It wouldn't, yeah. I mean, the book covers, I'm sure they, yeah. change, they change rapidly. But mm-hmm. yeah, the one I remember was a white. White cover, yep. White cover with a black T-Rex skeleton. But yeah, I mean, that logo... I mean, it's got to be one of the most iconic logos in, oh, of, our, of our generation, yeah, for sure. No absolutely, yes. I mean, yeah, so, you know, thinking of Jurassic Park, you know, like, I, so I said earlier, like, I didn't see the film in 93, right? So I was trying to remember, okay, when did I get in, like, when did I see Jurassic Park? And I can trace it back. I know the exact time. So mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you guys a little story. Dude, I'm going I'm to let you know what finally got me over the hump to be like, okay, I need to, I need to see this stuff. So before you start, did you see The Lost World before Jurassic Park or the no? The first Jurassic Park movie I've ever saw, I saw it in theaters, uh-huh. was Jurassic Park 3. Oh, you saw it in Hell 3. Yeah. So I okay. saw 3, and I never saw 1 or 2. Okay. That's the first movie. I, that's the first Jurassic Park movie I saw in theaters Because Jurassic Park 3, 3 well. came out in 2000. Correct. 2001, right? I think. Okay, 2000, yeah, yeah, somewhere, yeah. yeah. So... Here's how I got into Jurassic Park. So my family, we go on a vacation to Florida. Mm-hmm. And, and I figured out the year because I'm like, we went to Disney, but we also went to Universal. And the year that we went was Universal Islands of Adventure, that park. Mm-hmm. It was the opening like weekend. Like We went as soon as this park opened, or maybe it was like the second weekend it was open. So I Google it. That park opened summer 1999. Okay. So we are at Universal Island of Adventure, 19, summer 1999, which means what? I'm, uh, I was 17 years old when we went to this park. And um, in Islands of Adventure is a Jurassic Park-like land, Hell right? Yeah. With yep. the rides and stuff. And the day that we went, it like rained real bad. And like we showed up and it just stopped raining. So nobody was at this oh, park. Oh, man. And, uh, you know, we were at Disney days before and we're waiting in line you know you're waiting in line hours for Dude, everything that's how you're disney like, is you're like this sucks so anyways <laughs> we get to universal it's raining nobody's there walk up to jurassic park the giant jurassic park what is this ride called the main ride the boat ride the, the boat river ride. adventure yeah river adventure yeah river adventure it's open mm-hmm. there's nobody in the line i'm like Dude. no so i just start running through the barricades we have very similar experience get to the start ride the ride mm-hmm. alone by myself Ooh. you know seeing all your that. own boat own boat i'm the only person on this boat oh. animatronic dinosaurs coming at me raptors Dude. trying to attack me get to the top t-rex get soaking wet get off the ride run around to the front run Dude. through the barricades again i went on this ride like five times that's amazing in like 10 minutes because nobody was there and uh doing all that i'm like you know what i think i like jurassic park Dude. i think i like dinosaurs and then what? Yeah, a year later or two years, whenever Jurassic Park 3 comes out, I'm like, I'm going to watch this. And then at that point, I'm like, okay, Jurassic Park is cool. But yeah, Islands of Adventure, I'll Dude. never forget that day, getting to go on that ride so many times. That's very similar to me. You, you've rode that ride before? Me and Tracy went to Universal uh, when Harry Potter Land first opened, I believe. Mm-hmm. The very first year that we went there and it was raining. Okay. It didn't stop raining. It was raining. No yeah. one was in line. You're already we going ran on the, a We boat ran ride. the barricades, got in the boat. We were the only ones in the boat. Rode that ride. Oh, loved it. Yeah. Loved it, it. It was so cool. So I love I love Islands of Adventure to this day because so much of it is unchanged from when mm-hmm. we were kids. So we went on vacation a couple years ago, pre-COVID. So what, three years ago probably? Yeah. 
and we went to the same park. We're at Universal Islands Adventure, all the Jurassic Park stuff's there. But now I have kids. Yeah. I'm like, guys, we got to go on this ride. So we all go on it, and they're a little scared. I was going to say, how'd they take they're that? They're a little scared. Especially that end part. Our kids are tough, though. Yeah. So they're a little scared, but then they're like, they loved it. Because that, that, that drop is intense. Yeah. It's like an 85-foot drop. Dude, yeah. You ever rode the ride, Dave? I've never, never been, been there. And the no. T Rex comes down at you. It's so cool. I haven't cool. been to Florida since I was three years old. Oh yeah, man! Yeah. Islands of Adventure. And while we were there, they were building the new Velocicoaster. Okay, yeah. So it wasn't open yet. So hopefully one day we'll we'll get to go. And back now it's and a see Jurassic that. World boat yeah. river ride. But there's those Pterodon Flyer yeah. that ride. We did that. So cool. I mean, you used to think about that too. We talked about how it was unsure how successful the movie was going to be in '93 mm-hmm. to having its own theme park yeah six years later yeah crazy one of the most popular areas now you can meet blue i know i want to go back all and kinds meet blue. of cool stuff <laughs> <laughs> blue the velociraptor uh superstar yeah it kind of has become the in a way like the cult hero of the the jurassic yeah. world trilogy yeah. well yeah she's she's the most iconic dinosaur from mm-hmm. all the films right first yeah. of all she has a name and a personality and you've and she's seen designed her. to look like the original yeah raptor. and you've seen her evolve yeah. and she has this relationship with owen so yeah like my my son loves blue like, yeah oh, like yeah. 18 I love different blue. blue action figures <laughs> Dude, right they pump now. blue out yeah they, they really do my son wants the uh, remote control blue Oh. You know the one I'm talking about? Oh, it's like how, a how it's big? like a bigger one. Okay. It came out, I think, with the first movie. You can't even buy it in the store anymore. Come Come on, Dad, you got to buy it. I know, three hundred dollars. Sure, here you go. <laughs> a genius is on the marketing campaign. Yeah. Let's have a because I feel like with the Jurassic Worlds, that's why they were creating. Like, I believe like the Indominus Rex and then the Indominus Raptor, or the hell it was called, Indoraptor. The Indoraptor. Those were I. I mean, I assume yeah, they're made for the movie, but also because they're they, they oh, can they're selling take, a toy. take a toy yep. and make this cool dinosaur toy, unlike any other dinosaur toy you've ever seen in your sure. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, every toy line you've got your heroes, but you need your villains too. Yep. And in, in the world of Jurassic Park, the di- the big dinosaur is going to be the main villain. You know, yeah. I, you can't really count Dennis Nedry as your no. Skeletor in the world of <laughs> Jurassic Park toys. You need you need that big. You know, dominant, scary right. dinosaur. It's funny how the T-Rex was the villain and now is the hero. Right, yeah. That's cool. It's a cool story arc. Yeah. And same with the raptors. Yeah. Because the raptors in the first movie were, they were terrifying. Yeah, they right? were absolutely terrifying. And um, and then, you know, as it has evolved, we talked about how Blue is like the most beloved dinosaur. Yep. And she's a raptor, which was, in the first movie, to me, they were scarier than the T-Rex. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You couldn't evade a raptor. I think the raptors had far more kills than that T-Rex did, too. I mean, I could be mistaken on it, but it just seemed like those raptors. I don't know. We'd have to do a body count. <laughs> I'm raptors. not even sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those raptors were taking people apart in the first couple. And then in Poor Lost Mr. World, Arnold, man. In Lost World, and that, that field with the raptors, oh, my God. That that body count right there is just. Oh, yeah. I mean, they stay took out, out of an, the long grass. They took <laughs> out an entire team of people. Like, <laughs> you see the raptor tail come up in the grass. That was a great scene. Uh, yeah, but. But yeah, the first movie I saw in theaters was the third one, um, and I'd seen the previous two. So I, how how do you see the f- movie number three is your introduction to Dr. Alan Grant? Man. Looking back now, I'm not sure. I mean, I, Jurassic Park 3 is kind of, some people don't like it. I love it. And other people love it, and yeah. I kind of- I'm t- in the middle. I lean towards, like, it's if I'm, you know, charting all six films yeah. in a list- you know, Jurassic Park three is like probably number three for me. Like it's in like the top half. Yeah, like, I, I like that movie. It would have been better, but 
you know, reading about that movie, there was a lot of interference from the studio. Yeah. And they weren't really letting Joe Johnson direct the movie he wanted. I see. And they're constantly changing things. And the island went from being Nublar to Sorna. If you guys watch it, it doesn't make sense because Sorna yeah. and the Lost World isn't a jungle island. Ah. But in this movie, it's a jungle island because it was supposed to be Nublar and stuff like that. So there's and a lot of studio interference, which kind of took that movie down. Said, it had William H. Macy, so I was yeah. happy. Hell, and Taylor Leone. I mean, yeah. come on now. And Dr. Alan Grant. Had, uh, you can't go wrong with, with his return to the franchise. No. Well, my, my biggest issue with, with 3 was where the hell the big was a Spinosaurus or Megasaurus, some of the right. Sauruses. Where were they hiding him? Yeah, where did that thing come from in the first two <laughs> movies? Like, he just appears out of nowhere. Right. That's what I didn't like about it, but nonetheless. I mean, it feels like every Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. That's why, at least with the world, they created the first two. Then the third one, you'll just have to watch and find out how it all makes sense if you haven't seen it already. Right. Uh, but they they have their own big bads in there, and, and much like the first movie, you've got like your big scary dinosaur villain, and then you have like your rap your new raptors in a sense, and love them or hate them, whatever your thoughts are going to be on it. But you have like your subsidiary um, second second place dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, whatever. Yeah, I mean we've so we've kind of touched on a lot of vintage stuff, but I did want to talk about modern Jurassic Park slash World Toys too because mm. there's a lot of cool stuff that's come out in the last few years. Yeah, we um, finally got six inch action figures. Yeah, that and, was yeah. I kind of wanted yeah. to talk about that for a minute. So you know, because for the longest time, Jurassic Park figures, you know, kind of three and three quarter to four inch scale figures, mm-hmm. and it's been that way you know since the start, but only in the last what three years has they have they finally branched out into uh, six inch so you got the amber collection figures which i think are super cool do that packaging the pay but you know i I don't know how popular they are you know what i mean it doesn't seem like they're that popular yeah because they don't it's i think it's a lot of it's to do with the way they're released right yeah it'll be like one figure and then months will go by and then the next one will come out and you know they're shipping target you know eight cases of john hammond right 500 john hammond's on the shelf no other characters to buy with him so I, I don't know how successful they are, but I really think those figures are cool. Definitely. Well, part of that, too, with the classic figures is now you've, you've got all this nostalgia behind them from the, the mm-hmm. 90s with those okay. three movies and our, our generation, essentially. Now you've got the Jurassic World toy line. It's a whole new generation of kids to buy these toys, and they might not have been around enough to build up that nostalgia. Right. right. Um, yeah, for sure. Which is you know, a big driving point of... Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a divide in the toy aisle. Even within the Jurassic World section of the toy store, you can see, okay, here's the modern stuff that's toys that are targeted for children to buy and play with, and mm-hmm. then you've got the Amber Collections, like, here's our offering for you, you know, adult collector. Right. Yeah, here's your Alan Grant figure you in six-inch scale that you've been waiting 33 or 30, 29, 30 years for. And it's an awesome figure. It is an awesome figure. Um but honestly, for me, I think one of the reasons why it isn't as successful at that six-inch scale is because, uh, you know, in regards to the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. if you were, you, they couldn't manufacture a dinosaur oh, no. in that scale. A six, you know what I mean? To be compatible with a six-inch action figure. Well, they made the raptor, right? And that's it. Yeah, because the raptor's Because he's kind of, smaller. Right. And they've made you're some You're not going to get a T-Rex. They've made some of the smaller dinosaurs, but yeah, you're not going to get a T-Rex or a Brachiosaurus. You know, those are going to be, you know, that's what's great about the the three and three quarter inches. All the dinos are in scale. Yeah. Which is awesome. And if you go to Target now, you know, the three and three quarter scale, there's quite a bit of stuff out. Now they got that two pack with uh, the Murphy kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's new. And there was John Hammond was last year. And finally get your Lex action figure. Yeah. They re-released all those original, uh, you know, Malcolm and Grant and Ellie Sattler. You can buy all those in the new modern packaging. 
So it's cool. It's a good time to be into Jurassic Park because there's plenty sure. of stuff on store shelves. And now you said Mattel has the new lines, and they kept it to the old like Hasbro, Kenner. Now they're a little, they're well, a little they different. Yeah, I mean, if you were to stick one of the new modern, they're uh, a little more skinnier. And yeah, they're kind of like you know, imagine like a GI Joe type of scale. You know, a little smaller, a little more articulation. So okay. not exactly the same as like an old Kenner figure from the '90s, but close enough to that. You mm-hmm. know. They'd be in scale with your dinosaurs from yeah. the 90s. Like yep. If you took that classic 93 T-Rex and put a modern legacy collection figure next to it, you know, it would work. It Except would make... this juvenile T-Rex is way too big. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Lost World T-Rex that I we have here so. on the counter? Yeah. The, the Lost World doesn't get enough respect. I know you guys don't like it. But... I'm going to go home and probably watch it this week. I like Lost World. Yeah, I'll go home and watch it. I like it better than Jurassic Park 3. I need to watch that one again, too. Yeah. So with the with the toys, um, what's the holy grail toy out of the whole Jurassic Park line? What is that one T Rex like the red one? Is it called a Carnoraptor? Is the Carnoraptor? Is that what he's called? I'm not sure. There's there's some bull T Rex that is highly coveted. I think he's called a Carnoraptor. I know exactly. Right. He's red. He's red and black. He's got horns. Uh, yeah, super valuable yeah, figure. I think that's it. Yeah, he's super valuable. There's a lot. Some of the dinosaurs in the vintage line, they go for tons of money. And if they were in yeah. packaging, it's it's insane. And as funny as it sounds, those wild dinosaurs we were talking about earlier, the chaos effect ones where they like started, you know, repainting. Yeah. Some of those loose, we're talking three, four hundred in package, yeah. it's insane. Because no one was buying them yeah, when they the, came out. I they think just it's sat. called the, I think it's the bull T Rex that you're, you're right. talking about, yeah. but that's like He's like orange and purple and black. From the chaos line? From the chaos yeah. effect line. Yep. There's some wild dinosaurs worth a lot of money. Yeah. But, you know, before we wrap things up, you know, one thing we kind of touched on everything. One thing we haven't really given is just due is the play set. Oh, the compound, man. The oh, command compound. Over a hundred phrases. It's insane. That's such, such a cool toy. So you've got the iconic Jurassic Park gate. Yep. You know, you got the little fire pieces on the end. You got the piece of wood in the back to barricade through yep. it you've got all your individual fence pieces so you can build yourself a nice giant circle to house all your dinosaurs mm-hmm. and then yeah it's got the actual the compound itself with the little it's kind of reminiscent to the visitor center how it looks yeah yeah, yeah. the tower thing yep and it's got that little electrical component joe's talking yeah. about that i mean that thing will rattle off phrases <laughs> dude that could be your new best friend you could talk to that thing for 10 minutes it has <laughs> so much to say but, yeah, really, really cool toy. And, I mean, if you're a kid in the 90s playing with these toys, you have to have that playset. Dude, I wanted that playset so bad. <laughs> so bad. Never happened. I mean, it, it was massive. I don't even know how much it was massive back then. because of the size of dinosaurs and the vehicles. Yeah, yeah well, the box itself is huge. Yes. And it's just so, like, there's no one individual part that's hu- humongous. But <clears throat> once you put it all together, mm-hmm. it takes up a lot of space. You know, like... 30 gallon tote would be full of just this playset, all the parts and pieces to it. And, you know, there are a lot of parts and pieces to yes. that playset. So to this day, to get a complete one, you know, kind of hard because there's always a few things missing. There's that little, uh, what's the little thing called that houses the eggs? Incubator? Yeah, the incubator. And it's got each little, yeah. those little individual little eggs, eggs on it. Those yep. things are always missing. To just get a complete one of those is a lot of money, but. I think Kenner might have missed an opportunity to sell just the fence pieces. If they would have sold just fence, 
Oh, yeah. I would have bought the hell out of those. Yeah, because the fence, you know. That's what you need for they, your yeah, car and they, stuff. Set up your T-Rex escape. And they all connect independently yeah. together. But they so, would have sold fence packs. So, yeah, if you, you could have 50 fences and hook them all up and make oh, yourself man. a nice giant. You whole know, living room would have been a park. Yeah. You could be zapping the hell out of little yeah. Timmy every, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. every day. Yeah. Yeah. Three. <laughs> <laughs> I, but uh, what do we want to do now? We want to go into, like, how will we do our favorites, our top three? Like, we do movies? Do we do characters? Yeah, yeah. There's we got so much Okay, we yeah. Do. We should probably start wrapping this up. So, yeah, let's do favorites. Let's do... Like, favorite human, favorite dino. Yep. And fi- favorite film. Favorite film. The, okay, the hat <laughs> trick. Yep. I love film, it. Film, character, dinosaur. Yep. There we go. Top three, top three of each. No, I don't one, know if I. One of each. I, oh, I don't know if I can do one of each. Oh. I think I can probably. We're talking all, all the whole franchise. Yeah, the whole franchise. Oh, okay. All right. I was thinking just the first. But... All right, so I'll... that's why I was saying top three in the whole yeah, franchise. Because for me, I didn't have a lot of the later toys. I had like the early ones. Yeah, I didn't have any toys, so I'm just going off of the movies. All right. Well, you go first. Dave. I don't have them yet. Oh, I need three. I can't do just one of each. A favorite of each. All I'll right. I'll do. I'll go first. You could do honorable mention. I might have to. All right. I'll I'll go first. I'll talk. Okay. So film is obviously the first Jurassic Park. That's probably going to be everybody's answer. All, it's just the bar was set so high that no matter what. That's you why I think do, we got to do top three. <laughs> we got it because we can't. Yeah, it'll mix. It'll have a different list that all way. Right, all right. Top three. three movies. Jeez. All right. Top three movies. And then we can do favorite toy and stuff. Okay, top three movies. So Jurassic Park 1, obviously, like I said, bar set so high, nothing mm-hmm. comes close. But second place for me would be Jurassic World. I like Jurassic World a lot. Had a lot of similar vibes to Jurassic Park. I really like the theme park element. Of, yeah, the park actually opened. Yeah, like yeah. I like, I want to see a park in operation, yeah. the whole idea of that. So, you know, that's what I like. So yep. Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park, or Jurassic World, and then third... I'm going to say Jurassic Park 3, man. First movie I ever saw. Might have its plot holes, but it holds, hey, a, they all have their it holds holes. a fond place in my heart. So that's my top three on the films. Let, let's do films. Do films first? Yep. Yeah. Are right, you want me to go next? Sure. Number one is Jurassic Park, hands down. Uh, the two spot, is uh, that's the tricky one. Um, I'm going to go Lost World. Nice. Because um, I saw it in the theater, and uh, yeah, I love that movie. And I remember getting the collector cup from the theater. Um, number three, Jurassic World. Okay. Yeah. I mean, mine's going to be, you know, one, of Jurassic course. Park of one, course. two, probably be also Jurassic World. And, uh, my number three would probably be the Lost World. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, 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 it's tough between two, three and the last yeah. one to me are all the Lost World, Jurassic Park three, and then Dominion. Any given day you ask me tomorrow, I might put Dominion as three. I might put. You know, Jurassic Park 3 is 3, but I think yeah. Lost World, just because I've probably seen it more than the others, I feel like gets I've that, gets it that spot. Mm-hmm. Plus, and I, it's got Vince Vaughn, which just... Dude, yes. An Ian Malcolm-led movie. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's for, and it's got his daughter. You know what? I get enough Ian Dr- Malcolm. Jurassic, I mean, that's it. That's it. I talked myself until the Lost World is definitely number 3, locked up, <laughs> sealed. Just, uh, I mean, you've got, uh, you know, Kelly Malcolm in it, and she was the star of the movie. Dude, I quote that movie so much. Ian has so many great lines in The Lost World. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to uh, dinosaur or character. Uh, um, we do character. Are we just doing one, or we're we doing three of this? Well, I mean, I, you've got six movies with worth of characters. There's a lot of uh, characters. I'm just gonna do one. All right, go yeah. ahead, Joe, with your yeah, one. Yeah, you know your one. My favorite action figure, Doctor Alan Grant, obviously. 
The only thing is I wish his hat was removable. Did they ever make a removable grant? Some of the Jurassic Park 3 figures, the three figures do not have a hat. Do not have a hat. I don't oh, know man, Grant with no hat? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Um, but yeah, Dr. Grant, I love that figure. It, it was it was close to the movie. He had the blue T-shirt instead of the button-up. Um, I don't remember what baby dino he came with. Was it the pterodactyl? Oof, I don't remember the dino. I can't remember. It might have been the pterodactyl. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a later Series 2 Grant. I don't even know what dino that is. Okay, so if Alan Grant's your number yeah. one action figure, my yep. number one action figure has got to be Ian Malcolm. Ian Malcolm Series 2, baby. Dude, He's, all black, dude. sunglasses, He's probably the most, most film-accurate figure, for sure. Just a, just a nice-looking, yeah. cool... He just looks cool. He's got that giant weapon we're talking yeah. about that's bigger than his body. It's neon green. <laughs> it's a giant, like, I got that figure hanging on my wall missile. in the personal collection. Only Jurassic Park figure and package yep. I've ever kept. Just that first Ian Malcolm that came out. Series 2, I think, is Ian Malcolm's first series appearance series, of the yep. line. So, yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, it was weird that he was absent from Series 1. Yeah. Man, favorite dino, though. I, I well, can't. Dave, what about you for the... I, I, uh, I can't yeah, pick yeah. an action figure because no, I didn't have any actions, but my favorite character... Out of all the movies, it's it's so tough to just narrow down to one. It's hard because uh, every character has their their pros and their and their cons. But you know, I, I soft spot in my heart for old John Hammond. John Hammond okay. it wouldn't be possible without never old John made Hammond. a John Hammond action figure in the, uh, vintage, in the line. vintage line. There was never a figure of nope. good old Johnny Boy until you know recent years. They've made some Hammond figures, but yeah, without Hammond, there's no park. Yeah, nope. you, you need, need him. You need Hammond. Yes, you need his Colonel Colonel Sanders looking uh, <laughs> self. And they made him so lovable in the movies because in the uh, book he's a douchebag. Yeah, yeah, well, they, yeah. They had they cast that off the more of the scientists. So Henry Wu gets that gets that uh, yeah. distinction. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So then, favorite dinosaur? I'm just saying blue. I love blue. So we're just picking Dino, not toy, right? No, we'll just pick. Yeah, okay. just yeah. Blue's my favorite. Dino. You know. Most personality of any dinosaur in the whole franchise, like leaps and bounds, yeah. you know what I mean? Then you get to see her become a mother. It's great. Bro. I mean, I guess for me, on the dinosaur end, I mean, just as dinosaurs in general, I always thought Stegosaurus was cool. Very yeah. cool looking dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the movie, it was really cool to see that like depicted and like, so lifelike. Um, however... It's hard for me to not say my favorite dinosaur based off the film franchise in the Jurassic Park world is the Triceratops because it's the first one you see. And it's just such a like, yeah. when you think back to that, when you watch Jurassic Park 1 for the first time, now Keith seeing 3 for the first time like doesn't have this, this memory and this feeling. But when you see that Triceratops for the very first time. No, it's a Brachiosaurus as you see for the first time. First time. time. The first dino you see in the movie You're is a Brachiosaurus. Oh, yeah, they see it. True. But I mean, I mean the up close oh. and personal, like you get like that close up shot. Yes. Grant leaning on And the, it's on like, the it just, you just get a, it. You connect to that. For real. In yeah. the way it I was. Gotcha. The yeah. way the. Like the, the anima was the animatronic, it and, was, and yeah. I mean, just the way they did that whole that whole thing. Just I was like, man, I and love that, I love that. Effects. Yeah, I and love they, that they built that baby uh, Triceratops animatronic, and then they cut that scene from the movie. Mm. They never uh-huh. filmed it, unfortunately. And they had giant mountain a mountain of Triceratops yeah, poo. They were, I mean, they who doesn't like Lex a big pile of poo? Riding it, uh, Triceratops. <laughs> All right, Joe, what's your favorite dino? I want to steer away from the obvious choices. Obviously, Blue is up there. T-Rex is up there. I'm going to go with one of my favorites as a kid, and that's a Dilophosaurus. 
Yeah. Very cool. I mean, he takes out Nedry and he makes his return in, in this new movie, and he's just awesome. And definitely remember him from the ride, spitting the water at you. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's just, it's an awesome dinosaur with the frill that opens up on the neck. Love Definitely it. one of the most colorful dinosaurs yeah. and very toyetic, right? Super toyetic. To bring it back to toys. Yep, that... and he had the water spitter and he had a uh, electronic version of them too. Yeah, which yeah, was cool. A little scary. As a kid, he was very scary to oh, me. Yeah. That's okay. But he, he was awesome. He was definitely yeah. the coolest dinosaur. Um, what the heck are the little things? Like they were had a very prominent role in in Lost World. The little the little gumpies. Is that what they're called? The little like chicken size ones? Yeah, they're yeah, just compies, you know, the little yeah. savage guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I kinda like those too. They're cute and deadly. <laughs> they're cute till they take you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, we've talked Jurassic Park uh quite a bit. We all love it. And hey, we got an event coming up this Saturday oh, in the store, in the parking lot of the store. Jurassic Park is coming back to Time Blaster Toys. We're gonna have the jungle explorer out front. We're gonna have the Jeep, aka what I call it, the Bush, Bush Devil, Devil tracker. tracker, parked out front. Get your photos taken inside. The whole top of the uh, the Jungle Explorer is glass, so you can sit yeah. inside, get a photo from up top. You know, we had them out last fall. It was awesome, and I know the Saturday it will be equally as Dude, cool. Dude, that first day was crazy. Yeah, crazy packed here. That Saturday, June eighteenth at noon. Yeah, noon. The Saturday at noon, June eighteenth. June the eighteenth at noon. If you're in anywhere in the state of Michigan or northern Ohio area, you can get here unless, well, not anywhere in the state of Michigan. If you're in the most populated areas of the state of Michigan, you're within an hour drive to uh, Time oh, yeah. Blaster If Toys. you're within an hour and you're not here that day, I don't know what to tell you. That'd be a yeah. excellent extravaganza. So we've got the Jurassic Park Day here at the Time Blaster Toy Store, eh, June 18th, Saturday, mm-hmm. noon to five once again. And then next week's show, what are we going to be talking about, fellas? Ooh, we're taking it old school, old baby. School. We're talking WWF LJNs. That's like mid-80s at its greatness. Take your King Kong Bundy, throw it through a glass window because it weighs four pounds. <laughs> Dude, That's could, what we're talking about next week. could break a window with Bundy. For <laughs> sure. Well, I've got stories. But um, <laughs> we uh, stay tuned to find out next week some of the LJN stories I have of mass destruction. Um, I can't wait. Jurassic Park Dominion is mass destruction in theaters. If you want to watch some mass destruction on the cinema, Jurassic Park Day here at Time Blaster Toys coming up. Also, something we're going to do here, folks, we appreciate you hanging out here till the end. Uh, send some questions in to uh, Time Blaster Toys or at the Retro KO on the social media. We want to do, do a podcast where we're answering your questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, provide us some feedback. Get your questions out there for us. We look forward to doing that episode here in the near future. So please send away, and uh, we look forward to hearing your feedback. Leave a review, like, subscribe, do all that jazz. You know what to do. And we'll catch you guys next week. We'll be talking LJNs, and hopefully we'll see you Saturday, June 18th at noon at Time Blaster Toys. Boys.